Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Retro Shade. I am so excited to have y'all here. I am, of course, your host, Heather. Today, we are going to talk about my experience at the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within. But first, I just have got to say it. At the time of recording this album, or at the time of recording this episode, Beyonce dropped her album Renaissance, and I have been listening to it nonstop for like 48 hours, and I am obsessed. She is truly an album recording artist. I remember when Adele released 30. She, you know, made a comment about how artists take so much time and effort to assign the um, sequence in which the songs are on the album because it's supposed to be experienced a certain way. And so Spotify ended up changing if you actually like go into an album from an artist on Spotify, they change that feature for you to be able to shuffle through it. There's only the like play button at the top. So you listen to it in the order that it's supposed to be listened to. And Beyonce really took that and said, I'm going to run with this and show you what an album is really truly going to be experienced. The flow of this album, it is everything flows together like pretty much seamlessly if you aren't paying attention like you may not actually know that you're moving from song to song and I have to say I fucking love it it is so good it's such a bop it's so fun to listen to I just I feel reinvigorated listening to it it is a renaissance Beyonce is here to save all of us and I just think that we all just need to take a moment if you haven't listened to the album yet I cannot recommend it enough stop whatever you're doing after this episode go listen to it and then don't stop listening to it I mean it's just so good. Some of my, some of the standouts for me right now are Cozy, Alien Superstar, obviously Break My Soul. That song has had like a chokehold on me for a long time. Church Girl, Virgo's Groove, my God, like Summer Renaissance. It's just top to bottom. It's so good. I honestly can't tell you like it is one that I don't think I will have a favorite song. I want to listen to them all and I want to listen to them always. Um, So that's just something that I really felt was important that we touch on was just the iconic moment of Beyonce releasing the album. And if you get a chance, go look at like the album artwork and the photo shoot that she's been like the images that have been released in sequence with this album dropping she's doing a lot of horse work but she has I particularly want to note the photo shoot that was done with Scaparelli it is show-stopping it is stunning it is innovative it is fresh it is funky I want to look at it always it is doing something like it's just like serotonin hit after serotonin hit and I'm really loving it it's I just can't get enough. It is fueling like a creative side that I just, you know what it is? It's my, my Libra side, my Libra moon and rising is just feeling so fresh and revived by it. That's what this is. 
I'm just, I'm loving it so much. Okay. I need to stop talking about it. Otherwise, this entire episode will end up being a dedication to Beyonce. And not that that's a bad thing, but that was not the intention that I set coming into this. So we are going to pivot sharp left, jumping into what I wanted to talk about today, which was my experience at Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within. So I have to say that for my entire existence, I have always consciously avoided Tony Robbins content. I never read a book, never followed his Instagram, never watched a YouTube video, a CD, a recording, a DVD. I didn't watch his um, like Netflix documentary, nothing. I wanted nothing to do with Tony Robbins. I didn't really like, I was always skeptical. I'm not going to say that I didn't buy into it, but I was always extraordinarily skeptical of it. And that is something that I have recognized as a pattern within myself. There's a couple of things that I've recognized as patterns within myself. And one of them is when things are like enormously popular and um, like it seems like everyone has jumped on the bandwagon, it's just globally accepted. I am so resistant to it because of its mass success or mass popularity. I'm immediately skeptical and cautious. And I was telling somebody like that revelation. I looked back to my teen years and when Uggs were really a big thing, like basically all through like, or at least the last half of my high school years, I like swore up and down. I was so against Uggs, could not get on board with them, didn't like them, thought that they were the ugliest shoes ever. And I am telling you, like the minute that Uggs went out of fashion, I bought a pair of like fake Uggs. And I was like, these are the most comfortable things in the entire world. And I started to be that girl that was like, did anyone know about Uggs? Like, has anyone recognized this? Why are they out of fashion now? They're so comfortable. They're the best shoe. And I wore them constantly. It became like a personality trait. But that's a pattern that I have. I will jump on a bandwagon after everybody has jumped off. And especially when it comes to public figures, especially with people who have a platform that they're using, um, like Tony does, that's talking about like mindset and personal growth, things like that. And I think it's just because like, I'm like very, I'm also like a big true crime girly. So always just a little cautious of like bordering on the call tea. Um, but I never, I would never have accused him of that because I did not consume any of his content. I didn't know really. I just knew his name. I knew kind of like, like that he was like a motivational speaker, which is what I thought that he was. And, um, as I got older and into my late twenties and started getting into doing, um, like work on myself, doing a lot of that deep inner work, going to Landmark Forum, and then discovering NLP and doing the work on it myself, and then later getting certified in it. That was kind of around the time when I realized that that's the basis of everything Tony Robbins does is neuro-linguistic programming. That's the foundation that he's built his uh, teachings and his business on. And so I kind of had like a moment where I had to come clean with myself and say, you know what? 
you have experienced this yourself. You believe in it. You are actually building a business on this yourself. You believe so firmly in the power of NLP. You can't discredit Tony Robbins because he's been enormously successful when he does the same thing that you do. I had to have a little honest chat with myself, a reality check, you know, really take a good hard look at myself in the mirror. And maybe it was time to change my perspective, you know? So I started to soften a little bit to Tony Robbins. I still never consumed my content, but I definitely didn't have like that kind of like stiff against anything to do with him, like turning my back or my nose up at him. Um, so yeah, so I started to soften up not really interested, not really following until spring this year. And a friend of mine had gone to his Unleash the Power Within virtual event and she was raving about it. And I guess I'm just at a point where I was ready to be open to a new perspective change and was chatting with her about her experience and what it was like, what it was like. And I started thinking to myself, you know, there is a reason why he is so successful. There is a reason why he has the clientele, like the one-on-one clientele that he has, like Oprah Winfrey and all the celebrities and athletes and sports teams. Like there's a reason why he has had this business for like four decades and huge success and helping so many people there is a reason to all of this. You've never consumed any of his content. So being skeptical really just, you know, is not a cute look for you. And you need to be more open-minded and you can't judge something until you've experienced it. So I challenged myself and I thought, you know what? I'm at a place where I'm really open to perspective shifts. I've done a lot of work on myself. I know that NLP and these tools work amazingly and that's what he's doing and I am open to seeing what would happen and if my friend has had this experience that has been so transformational, this is a transformation that I would really love to see for myself and for my business. So what have I got to lose really? So I went ahead and I signed up for it. And so I did, um, I signed up in the spring for the July round of the Unleash the Power Within virtual event. Um, And I, spoiler alert, it was a great experience. I would recommend it to anyone. And I think that it was phenomenal, but I definitely have a lot of thoughts and a lot of takeaways. And so I wanted to take a moment if you guys were ever interested in Tony Robbins or if you're interested in NLP, I think this is a great place this is what I want this episode to be. It's a place for me to kind of brain dump everything, my takeaways, my thoughts, my experience, so that it can help you to understand NLP and kind of get an insight into what the experience is like if it's something that you're interested in taking or if you're interested in wanting to participate in the transformations and the shifts that NLP can have for you. So, I really kind of like, I went into this with the mindset of being open to the experience and really leaning full in to see 
you know, how he runs this experience, how the flow is going to go. But really, ultimately, what I wanted to focus in on was breaking through my money mindset to the other side. I've done so much work on my money mindset and I've healed so much. And so I just wanted to take it to the next level. But also for my business, I've been hitting some, you know, stopping and starting points with it. And um, like, Uh, just wanting to like ramp it all up and getting more consistent with showing up and serving, especially because I've recently, as you know, added in astrology and human design and restructured my programs. And so I wanted to get into a space where I'm not going through these launch processes anymore. I don't love launching programs or services. I don't love the sequence of it. I'm much more somebody who just wants to be able to consistently show up and serve and have evergreen services and evergreen offerings that can just continuously be offered and enrolled instead of like launching new programs. It just, I don't, I don't love the ebb and flow of it. I'm somebody who definitely thrives in consistency. Um, so that's that those were my two main goals going into it was leveling up my money mindset and getting into or breaking this pattern of like the stopping and starting and launching cycle that I was on so that I could get more consistent and show up as a better version of myself, a stronger version of myself and really kind of level up in those areas. And that definitely happened, but I also ended up breaking through in some other areas that I really wasn't anticipating and honestly areas that I have enormously resisted like pretty much my entire life. So Unleash the Power Within, for those of you who don't know it, this is Tony Robbins like cornerstone program. It is the lead in to the other big ticket programs that he does. And um, it is a really great, it is really foundational for your life. Um, and it's a four day, he calls immersive, I would call it very intensive. Um, and so it was done virtually when the pandemic hit, him and his team, they used to do these like in big stadiums um, in like all over the like US and stuff. Uh, apparently he's like traveled all over the world hosting these conferences and stuff too. But I think most of the time he runs these in the US, but he has people from all over the world flying in for them. And they're usually like in big stadiums. So you're still getting like thousands and thousands of people in a stadium and you're pulling like, I think the shortest day that we had was like a 12 hour day. The longest day that we had was like a 15 hour day. And when I say the hours of the day is like you get like a 15, 20 minute, like there was a couple of like one to two short breaks throughout the day. So they're very long and they are very intense. There's a lot of movement happening in them, a lot of jumping. Um, and yeah, I can't, I can honestly say that I think that I would have hated it in person. I would have, like, I know how my body responds, and with the amount of energy of all the people, I, and not being able to, like, properly nourish myself, take proper bathroom breaks, hydrate enough, 
being inside in a stadium, I would have ended up with like a headache. I would have been like my eye would have shut down at several points. I just would not have been able to show up as my best self. So I was really very thankful for this being a virtual event because I know that I got so much more out of it than I would have in person. Um, So yeah, so day one, you show up and it is really like setting the foundations and like leading you up for it. And Tony is showing up in big, big energy for you. And this is definitely done because he's got a like 100% money back guarantee. If you don't think that this is, you know, going to live up to your standards or your expectations on day one. So he really like front loads and gives you everything he's got in day one. And it is intoxicating. It is so good. He lays great foundations. He gives you everything that you need to set you up for the big transformations that you're going to experience over day two and day three. Um, There's a lot of I really liked his approach of getting you to understand the conscious and subconscious minds, the patterns that we play out, how our subconscious mind is formed, um, and then also really explaining to you the importance of the um, physiological aspect of what we do. So a lot of times, like when we're going and seeking out therapy or even with neuro-linguistic programming and coaching or seeing other mindset coaches, um, a lot of what we do when we are um, looking to shift these mindsets or these patterns, these beliefs that we have, we really focus on the mind and thinking through those patterns and talking it out, which is important. But there's a couple of other ingredients that are missing Um, And that is really, you know, the connection of your nervous system and your body's physiology. And when you're incorporating your physiology, you're really helping to show your nervous system that this is, you know, breaking these patterns and shifting these limiting beliefs into these new belief systems, releasing these fears and doubts and replacing them with empowering beliefs uh, when we use our body to elevate our our mood and our heart rate and getting ourselves into this kind of euphoric state, it's showing our nervous system that it is okay to make these shifts and changes. It's safe for us. And it is a powerful and quick way to do it. And I think that his approach in that sense, the way that he tackles that is really great. My calves, I will say, felt like they were going to rip off my legs by the end of day four with the amount of jumping and dancing around that you do. But it was a ton of fun and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, you guys know, and especially because I did like a 10 minute intro that was talking like gushing about Beyonce's new album. Music is incredibly important to me and the soundtrack whoever was the audio producer for this Tony Robbins event they need like a Grammy or something. They need some kind of award because they did a phenomenal job. They nailed the playlist. They even nailed this like they play like a little like a couple sound effects while Tony is like giving his like lectures or seminars, uh, they'll like sneak in a little fun. And it's really like the sound effects were on point. Can't can't hype this enough. 
Um, but there is definitely like Tony's a really charismatic guy. He's a pretty funny. Um, I will say that he did make some jokes that for somebody in this space um, and a, somebody who really hypes themselves up for the amount of travel and the different cultures and backgrounds of people that he has worked with and experienced, I expected him to be a little more progressive mindset than what he is. And that kind of took me back. Um, from some of the jokes that he was making. Not that they were, I wouldn't say that they were harmful in any way. They were just not what I expected and a little surprising. Um, like very sort of still very like traditionally minded gendered. But I think also we have to keep in mind the generation that he's from um, and that he is he is extraordinarily progressive for his um, generation and even for current generations. And, you know, he's he's still human and we can't expect perfection from him. So, yeah, day one was a big energy shift. I felt very, you know, drained by the end of the end of the day, but also really affirmed that I had made a really great decision for myself. I could see the direction where this was going. I felt very confident about the transformation that was coming ahead of me, and I was really excited for the next three days. Um, and that was something that I think also making making a commitment to myself that I was going to show up to this with an open mind and an open heart with minimal expectations about what it was going to be like or holding on to any of my past thoughts or experiences of Tony Robbins or his business or anything like that. Um, it's definitely like they, there's definitely like some cheesiness to it, but I think that's part of the charm and um, the charisma that is brought to the table. There is a levity that is brought to it. And I think that's also really beautiful, even, you know, when we're moving through some extraordinarily hard experiences and traumatic memories that we've been holding on to just because we've got these these things that we need to work through in our lives doesn't mean that the whole process and the whole experience has to be so dark and heavy. We can incorporate levity into what we're doing and we can do what we can to make these experiences and these transformations as easeful as possible. And I think the more that we can bring in those intentions to the work we're doing, no matter the heavy lifting or the severity of the transformation we're embarking upon, bringing in that levity will help us to want to continue to do the work and stay motivated and stay integrated into it, which I think will end up being more impactful in the long run because we'll be able to accomplish a heck of a lot more. But day one was when I really... Um, it really dawned on me and my biggest kind of takeaway from day one was on a personal note that Tony Robbins doesn't have, aside from his decades of experience on me, he doesn't have anything in his toolkit that I don't already have. And that was a really exciting 
really invigorating thing for me to witness was we have the same education. What he does is really rooted in NLP, which is exactly what my education and my training is in. We have a very similar approach. It's not identical, but we do have a similar approach and similar belief systems in how we can make these transformations really impactful and lasting. Um, He's just doing it on a much larger scale than I am and with a lot more of, you know, that like cis white male bravado that I haven't tapped into yet. And all I need to do is give myself the permission to have that bravado and to have that audacity to really be loud and proud about what I can do because, It is what I am obsessed with. I am obsessed with being able to help people with these shifts and transformations that I have experienced myself and to be of service to people who have gone through the transformations like my clients have or people that I have seen who have used these tools. I believe so wholeheartedly in them and to see him take these tools that I have on such a large scale and make such incredible transformations and to touch so many people um, was really inspiring. And so that for me was the biggest thing of day one was just all I need to do is to give myself the permission to really fucking go for it. Um, and that was honestly, like I was so excited by it. I was thrilled as an aside after day one, um, I was meeting my family to go and see, um, whose line is it anyways was performing a live show in my town. And so I met up with my family afterwards and I was, I was exhausted by the end of day one. It was a lot of emotions, Um, a lot of energy. Uh, There was a lot of like breakout rooms. So there was a lot of energy exchange between myself and other people. Um, A lot of movement that my body wasn't necessarily like used to being dragged out over 12 plus hours. Um, So when I got downtown to go uh, to the theater to see, to meet my family, to see the show, I was like, on edge. I was just kind of like, I was like, I made a mistake. I should have stayed home and just like had a little wind down. But this was actually a really great exercise for me to be able to be conscious of where my mood and my energy is at and to decide to take control when I've been pushed to the limits. And it's not easy to make that shift. But to even when it's not easy to say, no, this isn't the version of myself that I want to show up as dip into my toolkit and shift that energy and shift my mood because I am the one who is in control of that. And so that was a really, really great exercise that I'm actually really glad that I made that decision to go and be in public and to be tested like that. Um because I ended up having an absolute blast. If you ever get a chance to see whose line is it anyways in person doing 
like their live shows, go and do it. It is hilarious. They get really um, like localized in their comedy, which I was really, really impressed with. And they're just so funny and it felt really good. This was the first time that I have been to like a live show since the pandemic. And so that just felt really good to just get out and especially being live comedy to get out and to laugh and, you know, have a good time. So day two, um, day two, there's a lot of guest speakers in day two. Um, Tony has had some issues with his voice and so he has to take some time off. So day two and day four are a lot of guest speakers. Um, and then a lot of, um, pre-recorded or like past recordings of the event, because this is the cool, this is actually really cool, but the programs that Tony has designed and that he is still running, like his Unleash the Power Within or, um, like Date with Destiny, or he's got like a Wealth Mastery or something like that. And, um, these programs that he's had, he's been running these programs consistently for decades and he keeps layering onto them and expanding them. But for the most part, they are still like very consistent. And I think that speaks a lot to, um, just the fact like the, the, the human experience and how we move things like the circumstances may change, but the, the foundation of who we are and the experience and how we move through it is still like it's kind of timeless we are wired the way that we're wired and our biology and nervous system all kind of work the same way so though our experiences from the outside may evolve over time how we work through them is relatively the same way because you know our our design as humans hasn't really changed all that much Um, But he continues to like improve upon them. And I just I just thought that was um, something that was a really cool realization. Um, So, yeah. So day two, a lot of guest speakers um, and talking like getting into a little more about the physiology, um, our nervous system and shifting our mindsets um, and then really getting bringing some more clarity into where you are at in your current life, in your current states and where you would like to get to and getting clear on those two because day three is the big transformation day. Oh, I forgot to mention on day one too. Day one is um, just also on a note of like Tony Robbins front ending the experience that you have on day one because he has that 10 day money back guarantee. Not to say that the experience doesn't hold through all four days, but he definitely puts more of like the wowiness factors into day one and it's a lot more hype. And I just want to say like it's um, for anyone else who sees it or has like an issue with it. First, like he is also running a business, so it makes sense that he does this in the way that it's structured. Um 
but that is the day that you he used to do uh, like his fire walking thing but obviously can't do that with at home so he does this board breaker challenge which is really really cool he, he like sends you this like kit at home that has your workbook and some other things that you need like an eye mask and um like markers and these like little like um like you know these like selfie stick things that you like hold up and say like yes or whatever in the zoom so that you can interact with things um, but he also sends you a board with a sharpie marker so that you can write down the limiting beliefs or the things that you want to get rid of like the fears the doubts the old patterns the situations that you want out of your life whatever it is and then you break through the board, like you're getting rid of all of those things that you are saying no to in your life, the things that you are no longer available for. And you're breaking through to get to the other side to create all the space to welcome in all the things that you want that are going to level up your life and make you so happy and feel so fulfilled. Um, so that's also a part of day one that I, I didn't mention that I think is cool to mention. Um, so yeah, so day two is a lot of like setting that um, that groundwork for yourself, getting really clear because day one, you have a real understanding of what this process is going to be like, understanding the connection between your mind, your body, your nervous system, and your soul, and understanding that you are the one who is in control of it and that your external factors may influence your mood you are human but that you ultimately get to decide how you experience those things and how you're going to allow those external factors um, and also you know being okay with yourself that you are human and that things are going to come at you in life that are going to test you and you're going to react to them but that you at any moment in time get to say no I am not going to be miserable for the whole day just because a bird pooped on my head instead I'm going to turn this around. I'm going to, you know, rinse out my hair and I'm going to go and grab a coffee, take a minute to reset myself and then go about my day and make it really phenomenal. Or I'm going to decide to believe that this is good luck. Like how many places could that poop have landed on? And it landed on me. That has to be some sort of good omen. There are belief systems out there that believe that. So maybe you adopt that, but it's ultimately realizing that you are the one who gets to decide how you experience your life and that external factors are always going to be there, um, but you don't have to give in to them if you don't want to. Um, so then day, that's day two, which day two was a nice, it felt a lot lighter coming on the heels of day one. Um, so day three, I definitely, day two, my energy level was definitely a lot more chill, um, rebounding from day one. Um, uh, and I, that was day two was kind of the one that I realized that, you know, if I was doing this live in person, I think day two would have been a day that I would have really struggled and it would have been really hard to get as much out of day three as what I got to. And day three was my favorite day out of all the days. Day three was the day that I think I got all my money's worth out of it. Um, and it is your big transformational day. And 
it was a really long day. That was like a 15 hour day and it was worth every single minute. All if you like if you are going to go through with Tony Robbins or really go through anything, really lean into it and give it your all. We so often get in our heads and we don't want to come across as like caring too much about something or we get really concerned with how we're looking um, and being goofy and vulnerable and all these things. And the more that you can let go of that and just let yourself emote and to feel and to respond and move through things, the more that you can lean into that, the more that you are going to get out of it. And this was a day, day three, I really chose to um, wake up that day and decide to be the best version of myself, the version of myself that showed up like a hundred percent the entire day, really committing to it, really leaning into and trusting his process and what he was doing. Um, and really believing that this was going to work, whatever it was. And I'm so glad that I went through with that because if you don't, you're just not going to experience, you're not going to get out of it because you're not setting yourself up for success. When you hold back, you are, you are blocking yourself from receiving the good things that you have coming to you that are trying to enter into your life. Um, so Day, yeah, day three was really heavy. It was really emotional. I cried. Honestly, I cried day one, day two, and day three. I highly recommend not wearing any makeup. <laughs> it was just, I was raccoon eyes and dripping all over the place. I had everything running everywhere. Um, but it was so good. It was such an incredible feeling. Um, and this was the day where, you know, I had uh, my expectations on what I wanted to focus on, which was my money mindset and consistency in my business and leveling up how I'm showing up and serving. Um, but what I didn't expect was for romantic partnership to be such a big part of that transformation. And that's honestly a part of my life that I have enormously resisted. Um, and it definitely comes from my past experiences from growing up um, and uh, the environment that I was raised in uh, with my mom, who set that example of how important relationships were. And from what I witnessed, I at a very young age made a commitment to myself that I was going to be strong and fierce and independent and never have to rely on a man. And over time, that kind of, you know, snowballed and manifested into this really hard exterior and almost being offended or disappointed in myself for desiring a partner or, you know, feeling like I want to have somebody to share my life with or lean on or depend on. Um, and making myself feel like I was weak for the times where I felt like it was so hard and that it would be so nice to have somebody to lean on instead of always having to be the rock and the strength, um, not just for myself, but for everyone around me. Um, so that was one that I really didn't expect to see coming through, but 
you know, on the other side of that, breaking through my old narrative and that old belief system, on the other side of that, I can see how that um, belief system, that mindset that I had that was so hard and constrictive and so judgmental of myself really did impact the way that I was showing up and committing to myself and to others through my business and showing up to serve as the best version of myself because I wasn't allowing myself to fully love and accept all of the parts of me. I wasn't allowing my total vibrancy to come through. I wasn't allowing myself to see the magnificent partner that I can be and that exists within me. I wasn't allowing myself to really embrace that, you know, that deep desire for love and happiness and joy and sharing that union with somebody. I have been a huge rom-com fan my entire life. And I'm going to share with you guys this, this tidbit from me that has been like a deep, dark secret that I never even really fully accepted myself consciously, but like my entire life, like my, one of my favorite movies has been forever sleepless in Seattle. And, you know, you've got male edges up there, um, and is really close, but i I think that Sleepless in Seattle takes out top spot. I think it does. I think it really does. It's You've Got Mail gets close sometimes, but I think it's really Sleepless in Seattle is my number one movie. I love it so much. And I've always deeply desired that kind of rom-com love story that Annie and Sam have in that movie. And I've never admitted to that. I've never copped to it just to myself, let alone to anyone else. But I just love, like, there's a line where um, Annie is writing a letter to Sleepless in Seattle and Sun. And her and Rosie O'Donnell's character are watching um, An Affair to Remember. And as Annie's typing, she's talking to Rosie and Rosie says, you don't want to be in love. You want to be in love in a movie. And that line hits me every single time because I feel that so deeply. I do believe that those types of love stories and those types of love do exist. And I've witnessed it. I honestly, my grandparents, my Ganny and Papa, I very firmly believe and watch them growing up and hearing the stories of their romance and how they got together in their life together. They do have a rom-com love story. And I've always had that on a pedestal. Um, but I think where uh, what I did as a kid was see that and see these rom-coms and be so obsessed with them and told myself that they are so few and far between because what I was experiencing on a day-to-day basis was so far the opposite of it. And then I created this narrative of being this like hard independent person that I really pushed that away and, you know, made myself this narrative that those types of experiences are for other people and are so incredibly rare and don't happen anymore. But 
um, my experience breaking through all that narrative was really coming out and, and allowing myself to really get excited about romance and about dating and about finding a partner and creating a life and, um, you know, finding somebody who is on the same page as me as committing to, you know, making our lives like a rom-com where we laugh and enjoy each other and fall in love every single day and create magnificence out of the most mundane moments in our lives. Um, That is like ultimately what I want in a partner, just somebody who I enjoy spending time with and look forward to no matter what it is, whether it's taking dogs for a walk or going to the grocery store or just vegging out on the couch all day, cleaning the house, whatever it is, just making like creating magnificence out of those mundane moments and allowing ourselves to really be vulnerable and pour our whole selves into this relationship while also creating, you know, these lives that we have separately and together. And I'm no longer available for the belief system or being told that that can't exist or that's not pro- that's not possible or it doesn't happen like that anymore. I'm no longer willing to settle for less than that. I'm no longer entertaining the notion that that can't happen because all that that does is reiterate and allow me to accept less than what I desire in my life. There is tons of evidence out there to show that those types of relationships can and do exist. And the minute that I start to tell myself that that can't happen for me or that is a dime a dozen, it I immediately start to reject and repel that from ever coming into my life. Does that make sense? You've does that or is that following through making sense to you? Um, so that's something that 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 sort of mindset applies to absolutely every aspect of your life and whatever it is that you want to call in and desire to be yours is that the minute that you start to sacrifice or diminish the standards that you want to set for yourself, you are blocking yourself from ever receiving what it is that you actually want. So that's something that I want to challenge you and invite you to look at. Where are you selling yourself short? We we will receive what it is that we think that we deserve, even if we want more. This sort of like self-deprecating or, you know, kind of being like wishy-washy about just coming out and declaring that we want something that is big and scary, that like we're not protecting ourselves from, from, you know, looking foolish or from being disappointed because we are setting ourselves up to be disappointed. We're already saying that it's not going to happen. And I just, I think that's a crappy way of living, you know? Why not be bold and say exactly what it is that you want and put yourself out there for it? Because the, like, at the very least, like you're going to get close to it and at least you put yourself out there. But I really believe that if you're putting yourself out there with that intention of being bold and scary and asking for exactly what you want, you are going to receive that or something way better. That's just the way that it is. But the minute that you start like being wishy-washy about it or, you know, lowering your standards 
you're going to accept less and that is when you are going to be disappointed. And it's just, that's not the vibe that we're going after. We have this experience in this lifetime for such a short period of time. Why? Why are we going to make ourselves suffer or sacrifice or not go after exactly what it is that we want because we're, you know, afraid that it might not happen exactly as we want or we might be embarrassed or, you know, look silly or whatever. Who cares? What happens if it actually does work out for you? You know, it's we're going to get into the fear of looking um, like silly or embarrassed on another episode because I've got a lot to say about that one, too. Um But yeah, okay. So that is really kind of the things that broke through on day three for me, that that relationship part breaking through that point um, was a huge block for me that I didn't realize just how enormous it was and the different areas that it impacts, which looking back on it, it makes sense. And if I was working with a client, I would be able to see that because it's you know, not myself when we're working on ourselves. That's why we work with people. That's why we hire coaches and mentors is because we get too close to our own bullshit that we can't see the reality. We're too emotionally invested and we can't see the reality for what it is. It's a lot of times really helpful for us to get that external perspective. So that's what I was able to see on the other side of that. Day four was a day that was all about keeping the momentum going and was really talking about, you know, daily practices that you can have, daily practices that Tony does, daily practices that his team does, and getting um, some other experts involved to give talks um, that uh, were really uh, surrounding um like mindfulness, uh, business. There was a couple of really inspiring speakers who um, really uh, broke through some big mindset stuff and really stuck through and did the work even though they were hitting no, no, no and trial, trial, trial and have hit huge success in their business and you know, how the importance of keeping that mental toughness and not giving up on yourself and your dreams just because everyone around you is shitting on them. If you believe something, hold on tight to it and don't let go, um, even if you're being tested, because it will work out for you if you are tenacious enough to really stand by it. Um, And then there was also some doctors that were talking um, on nutrition and health and why it's so important to you know, if you're doing the mindset work to improve your life and to break through all these things, then, you know, it's equally as important for you to show up as your best self in all of the areas of life. Show up as your best self when you are moving your body, when you are nourishing your body, you know, how you fuel yourself is how you show up. We are what we eat, that old adage. And That's something that I was talking to my sister-in-law about. Um, She's an RMT and um, is getting into personal training. And the connection that both of us see and the disconnect that both of us see in our clients, um, and that was really reflected in day four where 
Um, and I've seen this as well. You, I don't know if I've mentioned before, but I spent you know five and a half years working in the fitness industry previously. And, you know, we go in and we want to lose 10 pounds and we want to work on our health and our fitness. So we decide that we're going to go to the gym and we're going to work out and we're going to try this new diet and all these things. We start to work on that physical aspect of our well-being. And almost always we end up hitting roadblocks and we fall off. We don't see the results that we want. And so we end up, you know, cheating on our diet or not working out enough and or doing the wrong workouts or doing all these things and listening to advice that isn't really, you know, working for us. But because we aren't doing the work on the mindset side of things, those internal narratives that we're running end up taking over and we end up losing that momentum. We end up losing that focus and we end up eventually falling off the bandwagon and we don't get the results that we desire to see. And it's the same thing on the mindset side when we're deciding that we want to work on becoming a better version of ourselves, working on our confidence, working on our esteem, working on our money mindset, working on our business, working on more of the like emotional, nervous system, spiritual side of things. We're not nourishing and moving our body in a way that reflects the changes that we're trying to support in our business. So we don't have the energy. We don't have the stamina because we're not fueling our body in the right way. And so it's just so important to have the cohesive sides, you know, working on all of the components. If you want to live an extraordinary life, if you want to become the next level version of yourself, you've got to take all the components of your life with you on that journey. We tend to compartmentalize and focus on one piece at a time, but you really have to commit to that excellence because that side of you, like if you're investing in working on your mindset, but you're still eating McDonald's every single day, I can guarantee you that your best version of yourself doesn't eat fast food or junk food every single day because that just physiologically is going to have your body running in an insufficient way and it's just not going to feel as good or have the energy to show up in the same way. That doesn't mean that, you know, your next self doesn't eat McDonald's at all. We all love McDonald's french fries. No one's going to knock those. But understanding that that's not the way that you are going to fuel your body. That might be a way that you, you know, give yourself a little treat every once in a while, but it's not going to be your body's main source of fuel. Um, so yeah, so after that was really the focus of day four was really bringing it all together and making the commitment to yourself to set up a practice that was going to help you to stay consistent, building out that toolkit and really infusing all of the areas of your life and really tying together the mind, body, nervous system and soul. Um, that's kind of what my takeaway from it was, was the importance of having a cohesive practice that leveled you all the way up because you are all of the components, right? So if you you want to level up, then all of you has to come with you on that journey. 
Um, so after that, like that was an energizing four days. It was invigorating. It was rejuvenating. It was transformative, but it definitely left me with a two day hangover, <laughs> two day energy hangover for sure. I just really needed some downtime and some space to allow that all to integrate. There was a lot moving. Um, so on on the the next day after the uh, experience, I watched Tony's documentary on Netflix. And here is what I have to say, my overall experience. Tony Robbins 100% deserves all of the hype that he gets for better or for worse. It is undeniable the power and the tools that he has. And I say that as a NLP practitioner myself, it is undeniable the impact that these tools and these teachings, these learnings have on somebody's life, especially somebody who is showing up and playing full out, being fully immersive and just going with it, throwing out the rule book throwing out any expectations that you have, throwing out any worries about how you're going to look or what people are going to think of you, really dedicating yourself to showing up 100% through the whole thing, playing full out. Um, it is, it is just, it is, it is it is what it is and it's really impactful. But I also very much understand where the criticism of being a cult comes into play because there are definitely some tactics that are used. Um, like the length of the days, I understand why Tony wants this to be an immersive experience because he's Really, his goal is for you to experience huge transformations in a condensed period of time. So it's not to say that you won't experience those shifts or those transformations if you're working with somebody over the span of three months, but this is really going to happen in four days. It's going to happen in a very short period of time. And in order to do that, you do need it to be a more immersive, intensive experience I also think that he does just have a more intense approach that I don't always love. I think he does take some liberties that I just ethically, morally don't agree with, don't align with myself, um, which is why those tactics are not included in my practice, though they may be effective or effective in the moment. Um, but he definitely does take some liberties, but you are like with the length of the days, the lack of breaks, and especially when you are in those big stadiums with all of those people there with those emotions, you are physically, emotionally, mentally drained. You're not eating as much as you normally would. You're probably not drinking as much water as you could. And again, like not having those bathroom breaks that you would. Um, so you definitely are being stretched and pushed, which is where transformations happen. Um, but if, you know, not used in a very... Um, conscious or um, I don't want to say loving, but that seems to be the only word that's coming to my mind right now. But in that sort of like in the uh, well, like in the best interest of everyone involved, this is very much how people 
get you involved and sucked up into like cults and stuff. So I understand why like a lot of his tactics that he uses to get the results that he gets are similar to what like cult leaders use. And cult leaders are also very like charismatic. And Tony is also very charismatic. The huge difference is that Tony doesn't have any intentions with you following him or worshiping him or taking his word for, you know, gospel or, you know, saying that he is the one who is getting those transformations for you. I do genuinely believe that this is coming from a very wholesome place. He does not want to take credit for the work that you do and the transformations that you experience because you are only going to experience them if you show up and commit to them. You could go through these whole four days and not experience a thing because you're closed off to it. He, it's like that old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. He could guide someone through those four days being super intensive. He could work with somebody for an entire year. And unless they are really willing to show up and play full out, they're not going to experience those results. So I think because I genuinely believe that it is coming from a good place, that it's not a cult. (laughs) But I can definitely see where people are coming across with it. Um, And especially after watching his documentary, um, I don't think that did him any favors. And that was really where I saw him taking some enormous liberties with what he was doing um, that I just really disagreed with. But I also think it did. It was like a pretty good insight into the process that you go through working in um in Unleash the Power Within or the documentary actually covers his Date with Destiny program. Um, but it's it's done in the same vein where it's a very immersive, it's very long, it's with big groups. He is really pushing you to break through those patterns. Um, like he's, he's not here to coddle you and be your best friend. He's here to help push you and call you out on your bullshit so that you can push through to become a better or the, the person that you want to become and live, um, you know, better life that you want to create for yourself. Um, so yeah, so overall my experience was phenomenal. Um, it was fantastic and I just am more, Um, invigorated and more inspired by the work that I do and so excited to continue to commit to you guys to commit to myself and we're just going to level the fuck up we are here to have extraordinary lives and that extraordinary life looks different for everyone but you deserve to live that extraordinary life whatever it means to you and i'm here to help you guide you through it and make sure that you achieve those goals of yours um so that is what i'm going to leave you guys i am recommitting to showing up every single week here for you I am also going to be recommitting to sharing tips and tools um, and lessons over on YouTube and on social media, my email list. Um, So yeah, you guys, I'm just, I'm here to serve. I'm so excited and we are going to really blossom together here and I just love you so much for joining me on this journey. If this is your first episode, I'm so excited for you because I just feel like this was a great episode (laughs) Um, and I just, yeah, 
we are we are going to heal ourselves and in turn that work that we do on ourselves is going to help to heal everyone around us because it really does create a ripple effect um, that just creates positive change and the more of us that lean into this and do this work and heal ourselves and set higher standards and create better things for ourselves, the better off all of us are. So um, if you are interested in doing this work and showing up for yourself and, you know, creating an extraordinary life, hit me up. I'm here to support you. Um, If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Uh, Make sure that you uh, please rate and review this podcast. Give me five stars and write a little review, a takeaway that you had from this. Share with a friend. All of those help for this podcast to grow. It's a free piece of content and education um, that I think is going to be beneficial for so many people. And your support really does help this podcast to get in front of more and more people. Um, and you can also connect with me over on Instagram. I'm at the Heather Fisk. Um, so you can slide into my DMs. I absolutely love chatting it up with you guys there. And yeah, go check out my website, heathercatherine.co. I will put all the links in the show notes here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. I adore you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you next time.